The Motivational Moments podcast is made possible by the generous sponsorship of Prime Information Security, online at www.primeinfosec.com, and with the support of our many subscribers. Thank you. Hello everyone, this is Linda Ockwell-Jenner with another Motivational Moments podcast. I do have to apologise, I haven't been around lately to offer my regular um, monthly podcast, but I've been on the road working, which I love to do, and more recently I travelled to Geneva and to Paris with my long-suffering husband, Dave OJ. So yes, I guess I could have managed to today offer my to podcast whilst on really, the road. Really, really excited. I was so really, really busy connecting I'm with people. I'm going to start off with a, a subject speaking that's up close to my heart on the platform and, and motivating talk people. Taking a chance. Why not save up all my words of wisdom until now? now I'm not a betting I'll woman. Offer a really juicy um, I mean, I will have a go on the lottery every now and then. And to be honest, David was so. Um, ridiculously happy yesterday. We, after um, playing a $3 lottery, we won $12 and we thought that was absolutely fantastic. So I guess my point there is count your blessings and never be disappointed because um, my glass is always half filled, not half empty. So getting back to taking a chance. Are you one of those people that's worried about taking chances and trying something new? If the answer is yes, then you need to stand back and ask yourself the all-important question, why are you scared? As a business development coach, I often have clients asking me to help them out and gladly do help them, but on some occasions, I suggest that they save their hard-earned dollars and help themselves. Now, this might seem a bit strange. I am here to help people, but I won't take their money away from them if I really feel that they can keep their money and help themselves. And remember how I got into this business in the first place is because I wanted to help people. So let me explain. More than ever today it seems easy to research successful people, organisations and such like and work out how they became successful. And then many people like myself offer free tips and advice and share our expertise. The reason I do this is because when I really needed help in my early days, there was no help out there. Well, with the exception of one or two people. Since hitting the big time, not my words by the way, it would appear a lot of people want to help me, which is nice, but I really needed help sooner when I was not successful. The thing is, you have to be brave sometimes and take a chance. Try something new. Your instincts are pretty good as long as you're not risking financial ruin, so give it a go. The worst thing that can happen if you have an idea and it does not work out is you have the experience for next time. You can learn from the failure. Not trying something means you will never know. Secondly, if you are looking for instant gratification, it's not going to happen. You will be left disappointed. Nothing worth having comes easy. Believe me, I know. I work my socks off building my two businesses and it's well worth the effort. To take a chance and try something new, research your ideas, but in the end, just do it. It may work, but you'll never know if you don't try. And this leads me nicely on to how I think one of my strengths as the president of Motivational Steps and 
one of the co-founders of the Small Business Community Network, is I'm always ready to take a chance. And I will point out, I will never, never risk my own finances or um, go and get big loans off people. I always take my chances, um, whether it could be organising an event I've not organised before or writing one of my books. I take my chances, I give it a go, and then... I earn the money I need to put back into into my business or I get sponsorship. But I'm not advocating that you do take risks with your, your finances. This could lead to, to ruin, obviously. So as I said earlier, Dave and I were very happy and very lucky to be visiting Geneva. Um, Dave's uh, day job, um, the corporate office is located in Geneva and he'd never been before and I hadn't. So... When Dave said he was having to travel there, I took the chance to go with him. First thing I did, I went to my connections on LinkedIn. And I like to keep in touch with my connections all over the world. But obviously, it's not easy to meet face-to-face with people if you live in Canada and your connections are in, say, Geneva. So I took the opportunity and I looked up um, some of my connections on LinkedIn who were based in Geneva and I suggested that we connect and we have our own little uh, meet-up and uh, we see how we can help each other. This worked really well. I only had a small amount of time to organise this, but I was lucky enough to meet with some of my connections and we were throwing around ideas how we could help each other, how we could work well in the future. And I, for one, fell in love with Geneva. And if any of you out there are listening to my podcast and you are looking for um, a speaker such as myself to come along and offer a seminar on building your success, um, how I built my business through networking, social media and connecting with people, or even health and wellness, which, as you know, is my passion, please, please, please invite me to come and talk at your organisation in Geneva because I absolutely fell in love with the place and uh, I would love to come back there and um, offer my presentations for Motivational Steps. So as you can see, I took a chance. I connected with people who I'd only known previously on LinkedIn and I set up appointments so we could meet and chat over coffee and I think that's the kind of chance that has taken me far. I'm not scared to try something new. We had a fantastic time in Geneva. Um, Dave was working most of the time so I managed to have um, a little look around Geneva on my own and I did find the people I met there were really wonderful, really welcoming and have a really fantastic, um, I guess, um, idea on business and networking and a very forthcoming in, in wanting to connect and, and help themselves, which is what I advocate. We moved on then to Paris where I hadn't managed to um, connect with any anyone in Paris. It was a little bit late notice, but Dave was speaking at a conference and that did give me the opportunity to make new connections um, there and I definitely took the chance to do that. I was told yet again that one of my strengths is that I'm easy to connect with, I'm easy to talk to and people do end up um, talking to me about their personal lives, business lives, their challenges and those, this does give me an opening to see where I can help people so that is I guess something that is unique to me. The other thing that I find 
people think is unique to me. Obviously, it's my accent. People love my accent, which is great. But um, I am able to offer uh, my seminars and my workshops on the basis that I have actually lived through all my experiences. I've gone through the experiences myself and I only talk about and help people on the topics that I know I can do, the things that's worked for me. And I guess this is what makes me unique. So after a wonderful, wonderful time in Europe, a busy time, we managed to get a bit of a, I guess, a vacation for the last four days. Dave and I came home and we've been busy catching up. I will admit that um, my phone has been ringing non-stop, whether it's the clients I coach or whether it's connections who want to meet for coffee or whether it's referrals who want me to speak at their events in the future, which is absolutely wonderful. But again, it doesn't give me as much time as I would like to offer my podcast. So I thought to myself today, hey, I've got a lot to say. Why not get back into the swing of it and offer Motivational Moments podcast again and not let you guys down? So moving on swiftly, which is what I like to do, Dave and myself are hosting a wonderful, wonderful event um, for those of you that live local to us in the Waterloo region of Ontario, Canada. Um, we are very lucky to have Scott Stratton, um, the president of Unmarketing, who, if any of you are on Twitter or other social um, networking sites, you will be very aware of who Scott is. So Scott is kindly coming along to the Waterloo region from Toronto, where he's based, and he's offering um, a one-hour seminar. He's going to be talking to us about engaging with the people you meet and not selling. And Scott has actually made a very, very, very successful business about talking about this subject, so he obviously knows what he's talking about. Everyone who comes to uh, to this event on Monday, the 28th of June, and you can get more information about this on the SBCN website, www.sbcncanada.org. So if you look on the home page, uh, you scroll down a little bit, you'll find the um, special event the SBCN are offering, the unmarketing event, as I like to tell people. So, as I say, if you live local in the Waterloo region, we do have a few tickets left. I started advertising this event maybe March, and I'm happy to say that we only have a few tickets left. So, that is a testament not only to my wonderful marketing, but the fact that Scott Stratton has a lot to um, to offer us, and that is why everybody wants to come and listen to him. So one more time, www.sbcncanada.org. If you're interested in the unmarketing event on Monday evening, the 26th of June at the Waterloo Hotel. Um, arranging events um, came to me as an idea um, when I was going through a slow time with motivational steps and I'd founded the SBCN Small Business Community Network Group with Dave, who you know as my long-suffering husband, and we all have slow times. And I realized that the networking um, initiatives we were offering, which was we offer regular monthly meetings and have done for the past seven years to small business owners, 
and we invite a speaker along each month to to educate and inspire our members and guests we decided that we wanted to offer some special events and offer a little bit more to uh, to the community and this is how i got into um the event planning industry shall i say and how successful i have been at offering events all you need really is an idea and then you could be one of those people that thinks about the idea but don't act upon the idea because you feel like you've got to keep researching it and looking into it and working out the pros and cons and that's fine if that's the kind of person you are Brian the typical entrepreneur I have an idea I act upon it and I just do it and obviously I have a lot of help from Dave which is wonderful but I think the more we procrastinate and think about our ideas the less we tend to do them and guess what we'll never know what we can do unless we try like I said earlier so this is how I got into um, offering events um, in the past Dave and I have offered trade shows mini conferences showcase events and after each event I've added something different to the next one so it's been a learning experience for me also but every event that we've offered has been a success in a small way and then as time went on um, they were even more successful the very first event that I offered I lost money on it I didn't really think about it in the sense that wanting to make money I just really wanted to get my name out there so luckily for me one of my long-time sponsors and mentors came along and helped me out and said he would sponsor the event but I, I literally did lose money on that event but again it was a learning experience which then enabled me to move on and offer more events and they were really really successful so I'm happy about that I think as a business owner you have to think about when to diversify how to diversify and knowing to diversify within the area that you are comfortable with for instance I would never think about baking cookies and selling cookies if I need to diversify I would always keep it within the sphere of motivational steps as a speaker I've written books I offer podcasts I offer a newsletter and I'm also a business development coach or with the SBCN we offer lots of events so again if you're thinking of diversifying think of an idea make sure it's within the realm that you are comfortable with and you know you have a passion for and it will be a success I can guarantee that moving back to Paris um, I did fall in love with Paris like I did Geneva personally I didn't think the people in general were as friendly in Paris as they were in Geneva so maybe it's you know a bigger city uh, more people there rushing from place to place I don't know I know there's it's very multicultural like it is in Canada but um, on a few instances I got a little bit angry because people who may not be Parisians may not even live in Paris but people would bump into me and slam doors in my face or just look at me as if they were angry with me but I knew really they were just having a bad day so I would smile and when I smile normally somebody smiles back it's very contagious being Paris unless it was in a restaurant or we were in a store and someone was looking after us I did find on the whole that it did seem a very rushed place and people didn't seem friendly and if I looked at the news listened to the news it seemed like not a lot of people in Paris were happy people so I don't know why that is but um 
the thing I think about is it was very fantastic. It was it was fantastic for Dave and I to be able to experience the culture in another country. And I can't make the whole world happy, but I tried. I smiled and I did my best to make people feel comfortable. And if it didn't work, well then, again, whether it's a business initiative or something like this, at least I can say I tried and I came home knowing I did my best. I'm happy to say that Motivational Steps is growing by leaps and bounds. I'm very, very excited that um, I have a lot of keynotes booked up for next year, but I guess um, I'm going to give out a call for help, and I think we all need help at one time or another. I guess my passion is speaking, which you all know. So I, I passionately want to help more people. I am passionate about travel. So I'd like to say, if you're listening to this podcast and you live in Europe or you live in the UK or you live in Australia or you live in the States or even Canada and you think that Linda OJ, Linda Ockwell, Jenna Motivational Steps would be a fit for your event or your conference, why not contact me? Why not connect with me? I can guarantee you that you won't be disappointed with what I've got to offer. And you never know, it could lead to um, us working on some event in the future together. So again, take a chance, take a chance on Linda Ockwell, Jenner, and see, see how I can help you and what I can do for you. Now, you might say that this podcast is a bit salesy and it's all about Linda Ockwell Jenner. But I think with the spring, the spring is coming, new beginnings. We all need to change and try different ways of enticing people to be a part of our business or helping our clients realize that they do want to use us again next time. So I don't think I'm salesy in the hard sell kind of thing, but yes, I'm practicing new ways, new ideas to encourage people to know who I am, Linda Ockwell Jenner, and um, enticing people to find more out about me so that when you are looking for a speaker for your event that you do choose me. And remember that old saying, nothing ventured, nothing gained. That's what my initiative is for 2010. On another note, uh, we've been very, very happy that our daughter Melissa has now um, been home in Canada with us uh, for over a month. For those of you who listen to my podcasts regularly, Melissa was traveling Australia and she was living her dream. Uh, Melissa is my youngest child, my daughter, and um, she's a postgrad student and she wants to live her dream while she's young and she hasn't started her, what she calls, proper career yet and she's not got married and had any children and I really, really um, congratulate her on this and I think she's doing the right thing and so many of her generation are deciding to do this. In my day, you... Um, went to school, fell in love with somebody at school, kissed them, married them, had children like I did, and then that was basically, you know, the way things were. Today, the next generation, I think, are realising more and more there's no rush. But you know what? It's never too late. Whatever age you are, you can always follow your dream. You can always live your dream. And if you want to travel, 
and you do have a family, you have two choices. You take your family with you or you make sure your family are looked after and you save money and you travel with your husband, your wife, whatever. So never say never. It's never too late to travel. So, yeah, we're very, very happy. My daughter's home from Australia. And uh, my youngest son, Craig, who's been living in Victoria, B.C. for a year, came home a couple of days before we arrived back from Europe. And he had uh, two weeks vacation here with us, catching up, and that was absolutely wonderful. And for those of you who know me, um, I am very family-oriented, and I do try and balance my time. However busy I am, try and spend time with my family. And I think this is one thing we tend to forget in our busy, busy lives that our family and friends matter as well and not just our business. Dave and I decided to host a barbecue, um, a homecoming barbecue for Craig and Melissa's friends and some of our friends and we were hoping it would be nice weather but it rained and so we just turned it around to having uh, snack food in our home and uh, it was still a great success. So again, whether you're um, arranging a business event or a, a personal social event, you can never, never, never count on the weather or things going to plan. So you always have to have a backup plan so that you're never left kind of, you know, standing there with no wine in the glasses or no food on the table. I think really, I always think about this from a simple perspective. Business and personal lives do interact very closely. And I think a lot of people, when they're going into business, try and make it more complicated than it need be. So keep it simple. So whether you're arranging a small event at home or you're arranging a small event for your business, try and think of it from a simplistic point of view and don't make it too complicated. And take the tips from when you've offered events in your home. You can bring some of those ideas home to your business events and they will be successful. I'm guessing that you can tell from the tone of my voice so I'm very motivated today. Um, I'm ready to go and I have a very, very busy um, year ahead of me and I'm already planning for 2011. But for those of you who sigh and say, how can Linda always be so happy and motivated? Please believe me, I am not always happy and motivated. And for those of you that know my story, I have had some very, very dark times and I have had some very, very serious challenges. But what you have to do is look at the positives and how you can move on. So when I get down or I'm having an off day, I'll share this with Dave or my children or some of my close friends. And I think talking about your feelings really, really helps you and makes you feel better. So if I'm a little bit too much today, I'm a little bit too in your face and a bit too motivated, I'm not going to apologize because the reason I'm here is to offer you uplifting experience and to motivate and inspire you. And if I came here today to this podcast and I was all doom and gloom and didn't really care about what I was saying, I don't think you guys would listen to me. So I guess the thought I'd like you to take away with you today is you can do anything you like in your life. The, the choice is yours. Never be scared to take a chance, but I prefer it if you don't, you know, gamble with your own money and leave yourself homeless or something like that. So you can plan wonderful things, but it doesn't have to involve lots of money. Um, if ever you get the chance to visit Geneva and Paris, I'm sure you'll love it because we did. And also, 
If you take a look at my website, I would be really pleased, www.motivationalsteps.com. If you want to sign up for my newsletter, Stepping Stone, and share an article with me, that would be lovely. So on my website, look for the tab that says Stepping Stone. And if you're really, really into networking like I am, please connect with me on Twitter, LinkedIn and Facebook. And if you're interested in the Small Business Community Network, the website is www.sbcncanada.org and um, have a look at our website and see how Dave and I help in the small business community. But in the end, it's up to you to want to take a chance or want to change or want to move in a new direction. So again, if there's anything you take away with you today, it's take a chance. You'll never know what will happen unless you try. So that's all for now. I hope you've enjoyed my Motivational Moments podcast. If you want to email me, it's linda, L-I-N-D-A, at motivationalsteps.com. And I'll do my best to be back with another podcast in the next few weeks. And until then, have a great day. And remember, take that chance. Bye for now.